you for listening to Fit Inspired Mama Podcast. This is your host, Nishma Karim. Today is season two where I start interviewing men. The number one question women have when it comes to men is what do they really want from a relationship? Of course, there is many answers to this question and there is no way everyone will answer that question the same way. So come on in and let's see what these men really want. See you soon. Thank you again for being here on Fit Inspired Mama podcast. This is your episode two for season number two. This one's a bit different. I have brought in Nick as a guest to speak to us. He's young. He has not been married yet. He's had several different girlfriends. He's growing and he's learning. So what is it that these men really want in a relationship before they find that right one? What are they looking for? What is it that they want? And I think this leads to when you do get married and when you can see that these men, are they serious? Are they really looking for something that is amazing or are they just fooling around? Now, of course, every man is different in a relationship and everybody is different. And this is just someone I'm interviewing, but the concepts here that we're looking at is very similar. So why don't we go ahead and listen to Nick and see what he's all up to? See you inside. I am excited to start this conversation about relationship with this one person that I'm so excited to introduce you to is Nick. Nicholas, correct? Yeah, Nick's fine. Uh, Generally go by Nick, so that's all good. (laughs) Me and Nick have uh, come from uh, the same class when we had taken personal training together. And the reason why I am interviewing him today is because I've got to know this guy so well in the time that we have been friends right we've been really really close and i think we really connect through our souls so it was amazing to see how much he's grown nick has had several different amazing beautiful relationships which some lasted some never did um, some he's, he's learned a lot of lessons about but yeah. he's at a point in his life where he's ready to move on to a woman that um, is is for real someone that he's he's looking to actually have a relationship that is for sure kind of relationship but the question is a lot of women ask is what do men really want <laughs> <laughs> I think men so, could ask the same thing for like a woman <laughs> exactly but I think in this in this situation I think we feel that um, though men are around and we're there as a woman we just feel like as if we don't understand them and we don't know why we don't understand them so that's something <laughs> that I think this is a podcast for. So Nick, I want you to just to introduce yourself, uh, introduce who you are. um, And then this way I can ask you the first one most question that everyone is looking forward to answering. And maybe you can answer at the same time is what do you want in a relationship? Oh, that is, that is a very big question. Um, (laughs) You know, it's, I think you have to balance between wants and needs when it comes to relationship, as well as what you can expect from someone. Um, Expectation in a relationship has been something that I've very much had to come to terms with. Uh, Very much had to realize that the other person is never going to be me, is never going to think like me. Um, But I can probably find someone who's close, you know, has a lot of similarities in that aspect. Um, 
but with the life I've lived with the amount I've traveled, the, the things I've experienced, you know, growing up in Africa of all places, it's, uh, you see, you see a different side of the planet that, um, you know, not, not everyone gets to experience and it's taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot about myself and, and what I want. Uh, you know, I also grew up in a broken home, so to say my parents split up and I think, uh, you know, my dad wasn't around that much as a kid, but he did his best. Like I will give him that. Um, and my mom had things that she had to do. And I think that's where the basis of what I wanted in a relationship started is the first thing I wanted first, it, it, like first and foremost was, uh, a nuclear family, so to say, you know, like, uh, I definitely want to get married. I definitely want to have kids. Um, and, you know, I did come from somewhat of an abusive uh, background growing up. It, you know, that's in the past, so I, I've healed those things with my family. Um, but it made me very protective as a person. Uh, you know, the first person I was ever extremely protective of was my sister. Um, and the way we got treated in certain aspects, it, it immediately instilled that thought in me, like, my partner, I have to be very careful about how I choose because my kids will be a priority no matter who my partner is my kids will come first you know and so i need to make sure that my kids aren't going to have a mother who's abusive who's going to put them down who's you know going to live vicariously through them because i want them to grow in their own universe so to say i want i want to help them structure their own world but I don't want to live their life for them. So protect them as much as I can. Obviously, you know, growing up in this world, it's, it's a hard place. Um, so the big thing for me was finding the right partner or is finding the right partner who is going to look after my kids as much as I want to look after my kids and is going to prioritize them in that aspect. Uh, second to that, I would say is someone, you know, who is going to accept me as an emotional man. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Emotional um, man. Yeah. I think yeah, a lot of women yeah. want that. We don't get the emotional out of men. It's just like, <laughs> you see, you say that, but you don't <laughs> because <laughs> at least in my experience, or maybe I just have a bad taste in the woman I've been with, but uh, you know, the, like I've had a few relationships where it, I'll get the, oh yeah, you know, you can be open with me. You can be emotional around me. Um, and then I have been, you know, I, I've had a breakdown. I've cried in front of exes and they react badly. They're like, I don't know how to handle this. I, I don't know what to do in a situation where a man is emotionally unstable, so to say, you know, like, and that for me is a little bit like, okay, well, remove the fact that we're you know male and female so to say we're still human beings we still experience life we still go through hardship and it, that expectation comes in there like don't expect me to be perfect don't expect me to be constantly strong like yes i'll be strong i, I will support you as much as i can but i need that reciprocation right and that's that's another big aspect is reciprocation in a relationship if i am giving in a sense, I expect you to give back. It doesn't have to be the same way that I am giving to you, but I need to see that the actions that you like are putting out there into our relationship are, in a sense, matching the energy that I am giving you. So reciprocation is another big thing 
Um, but definitely the emotional aspect, like, you know, you, <laughs> when you're going to marry someone, <laughs> you have yeah. that intention of being with that person for the rest of your life, you know, de- until death do us part. Um, and so you need to also understand. And, and I think maybe for me, I, I would have to find someone who's had a little bit more worldly experience, who's gone through some things, um, because you're going to lose your family. You know, your parents are going to die. Uh, your friends, you could lose friends. You're going to lose people who are very close to you. And that is a heart wrenching feeling. It, it feels like your entire world around you is, has just collapsed, you know, like you don't know what to do with yourself. And so a partner who recognizes that that is a hardship that you are really struggling with is extremely important because they kind of need to hold the foundation at that point, you know, as you would for them in, in the same kind of situation. Um, money has always been a, a big aspect as well for me. Uh, I, I don't like money is what I want to say, but I, I do enjoy money. Money is a great tool. Uh, but that also, you know, came from growing up with my family. Money was something that was kind of used against us. And, and so I was always like, okay, like, you know, if I'm in a relationship, I don't want your money. <laughs> like, I don't mind buying you things. I don't mind like splurging on you. To me, the, yes, I understand, you know, you have to save and all that kind of stuff, but I could die tomorrow and my money's useless to me. So, you know, I, I, I will use the money as I need to, but I'm not wanting to use your money. I will, I will make my own money. And so I, I, I need, I see that balance. That is a need. Um, I don't think one should be, uh, dependent on the other there are obviously situations where that differs and you know one of the things is if you lose your job or something happens you you don't have that income you know so having a partner who's like that's okay i am willing to support you while you get back on your feet while you find more work you know um and the only reason i'm, I'm saying these things is because it's exactly what i would do i'm not asking someone to do something that i wouldn't do for them first you know uh, so hardship is definitely something that I think maybe in the modern day, a lot of people aren't aware of or aren't prepared for um, going into a relationship. Uh, I think as you mature, as you go through relationships, as you learn more about yourself, you put the puppy love aside at some point. You know, you you understand that the infatuation, the lust, the the, you know, I don't want to say it's not exciting because you have to have excitement in your relationship, but you look at the aspects differently when you get older, <laughs> you start to acknowledge that, hang on, I need, I need more realistic uh, foundations in my life uh, that I know I can depend on a person if I need to. And, you know, that, that's one thing is I think every relationship needs to go through certain trials before the point of commitment where you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put a ring on it and I'm going to stick with this person, you know? Uh, so, so yeah, I think someone who is willing to hold the foundation and uh, treat my kids better <laughs> or like as well as I could uh, would definitely be the priorities in my life and reciprocation of energy, like a relationship where one side is just taking and one side's giving is going to fail. You know, I like the 80, 20 rule. <laughs> if 80% of everything is good and 20% is bad, you can pretty much deal with that. That's still an A. <laughs> wow. Um, 
I'm just, I'm, I'm amazed of your answer. <laughs> <laughs> all I can say is, all right. So Nick does want a relationship. He does want someone that respects him and replicates uh, his emotions with him, with the person that he's with. He does want to have kids uh, for <laughs> sure. He's already mentioned it more than once. He also wants that respect. And I think it's the abusive family that you've come through that you don't want the person that you are going to be with to be abusive. You do not want to be a sugar daddy, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping for that one, but that (laughs) okay. Um, And also you're saying a little bit more about respect and just being someone that loves you for who you are. And I love that because it is true in a relationship. You just need to have two people that can trust, talk to, be friends with, enjoy each other. No, I like that. And that's exactly what a woman does want in a relationship. (laughs) And you're right. There are times where I think what ends up happening in a relationship is we become very comfortable with each other. And that comfortableness just starts to become, well, you'll be fine if this happens, or you'll be fine if that happens. And it's never that lovey-dovey kind of honeymoon kind of, Mm. you know, relationship three months in (laughs) yeah exactly it can last about a year maybe two years it it is there it happens and then it kind of just slowly fades away knowing that you know you're you're there and um it takes time to work at it you need to keep working on it in order for it to last yeah that's the biggest thing and for women and for men we tend to always blame the other partner when it's right (laughs) sometimes it's yours sometimes it's mine but we don't want to take the uh, responsibility that's for sure right let's ask you a question what do you first notice about a woman when you're trying to find someone. <laughs> I feel like this is an extremely loaded question. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to start off with, with my biological perspective on this. And that is first and foremost, if you're not blind, you're going to notice something physical about the first, the person first, that, that is a given, you know? So people who are like, Oh, look, so matter, you know, I, I understand that aspect. Personality is definitely a bigger part, but that initial like contact with the person is most likely going to be a physical aspect. Um, me personally, I love a smile and eyes. <laughs> um, it might sound weird, <laughs> but one of my favorite things to do is, uh, you know, just, just sit with my partner and stare into their eyes. And, and, you know, like, it's almost like having a conversation with them without words. Uh, There's just this connection through their eyes. Um, And I love, I pay so much attention to, to the detail in in a person's eyes, their iris is just like, you know, the, the flex of color, the, the, the slight distortions, because there's so much uniqueness in the eye and, the eye observes the world, you know, it takes in everything. And so, <laughs> you know, like when you're staring into another person's eyes, so to say, it's, uh, it's definitely like looking into their soul. It almost removes the barrier of the body in a sense. Uh, it, it allows you to feel naked, feel vulnerable with the person um, to not hide from them because what, I, what I've noticed is, is just in a general aspect, you know, you'll be walking down the street or you'll be sitting on a bus or, or something. And the moment you make eye contact with someone, 
it's like, oh, you know, I wasn't looking there, you know. <laughs> but uh, in a, in a partnership in a relationship, you know, you can you can learn so much, you can understand so much just with the person's eyes. And so generally, when I meet a person, I will watch their eyes, so to say. I'll look at their eyes and. The smile is almost the follow-up because, I mean, I just stupidly smile like an idiot when I'm staring in someone's eyes like, hey, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the um, eyes are so powerful. Yeah. Because I remember when, um, when um, if a man did, did look at me like that and just looked at me, I would feel shy. I'd feel kind of like okay what's going on it, it, it is a very powerful thing and it's like it you're right it's a soul connection right there especially when yeah. someone's right through you it's like what's really going on because they're not really looking at your face they're not looking at your body they're looking at who you truly are and that right. is that is so beautiful oh man. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong i do have i don't know are you answer, like... <laughs> because you're gonna be online or are you like seriously seriously doing this because it's true like yes the eyes are gorgeous just stare at anyone just look at yeah. them and tell them how beautiful they are just who they really are truly from within and yeah just takes the moment away yeah i mean you know like physically you're going to change for the rest of your life but your eyes almost never change yeah. they stay the same from a few months after you're born you know like most babies are born with blue eyes so you can't really say from the moment most. you're born <laughs> most babies <laughs> um but yeah you know your eyes are something that hardly changes through your life and so for me kind of falling in love with the person's eyes is falling in love with them doesn't matter what the rest of their body changes over time you know uh I had a relationship where uh, my partner was very insecure about the way she looked and how she felt about it. And I can understand, you know, for women, that's a very big thing, insecurity in the way that, you know, they look. And, and it's a big thing in men, but I think it's, uh, you know, in terms of a woman's aspect, the uh, objectification and sexualization of women in the media definitely puts a lot of pressure on how am I supposed to look? How, how, how can I feel comfortable with myself? Um, and so for that, you know, <laughs> a, for me, it got to the point where I, I said to her, I was like, I, I've fallen in love with the person that you are. If you had to end up getting scarred or end up in a wheelchair or something, like I'm not going to leave you because I'm, I'm not an asshole like that, you know, <laughs> like, I, I still care about you. And at that point, I feel like you would need me more than, than anything. And I, I do have that hero complex. I do have that savior complex. It does get in the way <laughs> sometimes, but you know, that's another thing with the eyes is the eyes almost never change. I mean, maybe if they were to go blind, but it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be <laughs> I mean you know you get that you get that like film over your eyes sometimes with people who go blind but you still got beautiful eyes I can stare at them you don't have to see me <laughs> it's too funny oh my god I I like the um I like how you said that it's the first thing that you notice is the eyes yeah. so do you do you really okay so that that's a nice thing I like that because that really put a lot of information and a lot of stuff that you can tell with girls when you see them. I love that. I really like that. And insecurities. Yes, we do have that. We have a lot of yeah. that. 
Um, it's just, we need to learn how to remove the insecurities. And that's what I talk right. a lot about is the insecurities. We need to love, women do need to love themselves a lot better and a lot more. Absolutely. And I used to do it to my husband too. I used to say, oh, I'm fat or I'm like this and like that. And he used to look at me and instead of saying nice things back to me, he'll be like, well, yeah, because you eat your chocolates. And he'll be like, well, you're not really taking care of yourself. And he's right. Yeah. But he's trying to tell me this because indirectly he knows that I know the information myself, but yet I'm not putting in the effort to do anything no or way. I'll go in the fridge or I'll find something or I'll find a chocolate bar and I'll eat it. And then he'll look at me. He's like, I wouldn't eat that if I were you, because it's like, <laughs> it looks like one very soon. Honesty and- is good. Honesty is good. <laughs> that, that's for sure. Honesty is good. I mean, I know you guys might not like it sometimes, but honesty is good. <laughs> So yeah, it, it is, um, it is good honesty, but sometimes it's just like, I look at him and I'm like, well, and you're just going to have to stick around with me while I'm, fine, so. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I have the confidence, like for me, it's like, I'm fine. I'm okay. I can have a little bit. You hey, need to learn how you're to a personal trainer mama now though. So like you, you just kill it, you know, go eat your chocolate and then hit the gym. You're fine. <laughs> All right. Another question here for you. Yeah. When you do meet your your number one or your girl or the mm-hmm. person that you're with, do you tell your friends right away about her or do Ooh. you, <laughs> or, or does it take time before you talk to anyone about her? Um, it depends on the girl really. Um, or the woman, should I say, I don't like using the term girl. It just makes it seem so like, <laughs> you know, so young and yeah. 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 Woman, trade where, you know, yeah. I want a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, you know, I used to, the moment I met a girl or a woman, I would immediately tell my friends, my family, uh, because I was excited, you know, I was like, wow, I've met this person. I've connected with this person and I'm a very, I, I, I tend to be an oversharing kind of person too. So I'm always like, Hey, you know, this is what's going on in my life. This is the person I met. Um, but then it it got to the point where it's like, do I do I know this person? Is this someone I do want in my life continuously? And is this someone I want to introduce to my friends, my family? Because it's a whole new level, so to say, um, bringing in a partner to the family aspect. You know, like. <laughs> Uh, when, when I've had breakups before, it's it's really hit me hard, you know, it's torn me to pieces. And generally, my family is the one who's had to be there to pick up the pieces and help me get back on my feet. And I almost felt responsible in that sense that I can't put this on my family. I can't have my family thinking, oh, no, when's this woman going to break his heart or what's going to happen at this point kind of thing. And I also didn't want to talk about someone that I didn't know yet because I didn't want to build an image or a persona of this person in my head that I was describing to my family or my friends. And then I've fallen in love with a fantasy that doesn't exist. And, you know, people then meet the person and they're like, maybe, you know, this isn't quite the person you were describing or, you know, are you sure this, this is the right person? Um, you know, my, my last relationship, (laughs) 
I had a lot of people tell me like, Nick, red flags, Nick, red flags, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, no, 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 you don't, you don't know her. You don't understand her like I do. Uh, yeah. Don't ignore red flags. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I need to suss this person out myself first before I tell my family, like I'll, I'll tell my family, Oh yeah. I went on a date. I met someone like it was a nice, but I won't go into detail about the person. I won't, like describe them or, or make it as if this person is now a part of my life i'm committed you know that kind of thing so yeah i think now that i'm older i've pulled back on just talking about every every woman i go on a date with or you know meet kind of thing so yeah it's good it's good just kind of getting to know them first right right yeah the one that you really want to be with I, I don't know and if you tell your parents right away they get excited or your friends and <laughs> would kind of like you know see you guys all the time together you're not too sure if this is the one you're just kind of getting to know them so then how long do you think it can take if you think that there is a number to that in order no I don't think I think I think adding constructs to a relationship like that where you have these society-based milestones so to say is setting yourself up for failure because you shouldn't be trying to you shouldn't be trying to understand or know the person on society's terms or bring them into it on society's terms because it's it's not society's relationship is your relationship with the person so you need to gauge whether you know you are how do I want to say it's like are we just friends or are we something more kind of thing, you know, because yeah. am I going to introduce you to my friends and family as a friend, or am I going to introduce you to them as, you know, uh, this is someone I, I'm wanting to see. This is someone I'm, I'm willing to put the effort in and, and the time with. So I don't think there's a timeline. I just do think that you shouldn't jump the gun. You should give it time. You should take a few weeks at least, you know, just to know, go on a few dates for sure. Um, you know, because a facade is so easy to hold up, but it's so easy to hold up for a limited amount of time. As soon as that, it's like, I'm going to give you a number, but I hate it. It's like three months, right? A person can't lie to you about who they are and maintain the lie for, for a long period of time. So give the person time to shoot, like truly show who the, they are <laughs> because you're also doing the same. You're always putting your best foot forward with the person. You know, you might try to be the best person, but you have your flaws and acknowledging that the other person is the same way. I think you need time to allow each other to acknowledge the flaws and then determine from there, you know, are these flaws I can deal with or are they not? Do I need to continue or do I need to end it? you know so yeah <laughs> so think. technical hey so technical when it comes to technique <laughs> oh, wow do i need <laughs> to end it or do i not need to end it is she the right one or is she not do you even know if the girl that you're going to be with will be the right one at all no like, that's but... something that you need to think about right like True. no she's right i'm not gonna end it we don't we don't know nothing when it comes to a relationship honestly no. speaking and i think that 
at that moment and at that time, if you think that it's correct and it's right, it's just the right time, then you just follow your heart and go for it, right? For sure, and for sure. You know, like takes it from there, definitely. I think personally for me, the reason I am so technical about it is because I've almost, you know, I'll, I'll, if something bugs me, I'll be like, I'll tell myself I can deal with it when really I don't, I, I'm actually not dealing with it. I'm just rubbing it off because I don't want to lose the person. You know, I'm more focused on staying with the person than actually understanding what's right for me. Not to say that they're a bad person, but do, do we fit with each other? And many times before, you know, this is something I've actually had to acknowledge in, in my therapy is <laughs> like, what am I allowing to happen that I am actually not comfortable with? And I'm setting myself up for failure at that, those points because I've set a basis for what this person expects from me or understands of me and believes that they can be with me when I'm just, you know, trying to fit their mold rather than finding a balance. <laughs> wow. I like it. So technical. So technical. <laughs> good. It's a really good um, aspect that a lot of women are looking for, right? They're looking for that. And some are just kind of like, let's just be us for now and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Don't put pressure on it for sure. Like, oh, you know, absolutely. Go with the flow. <laughs> so Nick, when you do meet a girl and you do find her and you're with them and you're interested in someone, I have to ask you, what is your flirting technique? Since you have techniques, you know, I mean, do you flirt <laughs> with them? Do you... I, I don't know if I should disclose this information. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like, I, like this is like, cool. Okay. Because if any girl, like if any woman, hears me, <laughs> if any I brought woman, you here like, to be this. honest with me. I don't care who's listening to this. They'll be like, hey, you know, I know they meet you. They meet you. Uh, hmm. I tend to be very cocky about myself. Yeah. Like, I try to, yeah, no, I very much like, like you, you want me better than me. Come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll big myself up for sure. Yeah. It's like a sales tactic. I think most guys do it, you know, peacocking essentially. Absolutely. Um, because you have to make your impression before you can follow up with it. You have to make some kind of connection that allows the woman to be like, am I comfortable with this man? Am I willing to allow this man to continue further? So like being cocky about myself isn't always just making myself the greatest thing alive. Like I'll be like, Oh yeah, but I have my downfalls. Like, you know, like I'm weird as heck. Like if you can manage my weirdness, then we might be able to get somewhere with this. If not, like I'll leave now, you know, there's no problem. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think banter, uh, I don't know if many people know what banter is, but just like humor, uh, like quick fire humor uh, is definitely one of my sure ways to go. Um, if I can make her laugh, that's, that's the best thing for me because then I know I, I'm, I'm getting the connection, the response that, I, that I'm looking for. Um, compliments. Yes. But I find like women are always like, Oh, you know, it's like, it, it's the same old thing over and over again, kind of thing. Like, yes, they like to hear it, but, um, they don't like to hear it all the time, <laughs> you know, and they don't want to be focused on uh the physical aspect so i don't know who you heard from that that we, we <laughs> love the physical aspect and we love when someone keeps telling us that we look great and that we're you know we're 
If you keep yeah, then telling it us the that we like, look good, yeah. come on, who would not like that? <laughs> but then it's like, oh, okay, well, I, I've had previous relationships where it's like, you tell me I'm beautiful too much. You, 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 you know, you say these things too much and it's, it's ended up where they seek validation from other guys because my validation of them is too continuous. It's they like, don't have any kind of, when a woman tells you that you tell me that I'm beautiful too many times. Okay. Whoa, there you go. They have issues with them. Right. 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 But when so, a man actually, sorry, when I'm married and if my man doesn't come and tell me that no, you're so beautiful. Or <laughs> I'll be like, you know, you haven't even said once that I look good in anything that I'm doing. Like I'll make sure <laughs> I tell them and hello, can you at least tell me if I look good? Like I'm dressed up, at least say something like, and then he'll be like, oh, my husband will be like, I did tell you look good. Excuse me, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear it more than once and then we'll talk about it. But Fair enough. I, I suppose it's, it's depending on the I don't know what woman <laughs> But we love, and I'm going to say it again, we love to be told how beautiful we are. Fair enough. I also, you know, the, the, I think because I have dated women who have had a lot of insecurities on their physical aspect, if I do compliment a woman, I like to focus more on her personality, her traits. I love an intelligent woman. Like, if I can have an intelligent conversation with you about biology, the universe, <laughs> spirituality, you know, that kind of thing, then yeah. like, great, <laughs> you know? And yeah. I, I love a woman who is smart, uh, independent. Yes. But like, not to that independent where it's like, I never want to be like anything to do with you kind of thing, you know? <laughs> like, um, but yeah, intelligence for me. Whew, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Do you feel though that sometimes women, when you meet someone, though you know how you become this cocky, this this person that makes you you tell people that you're great, and that you're this person, you you show someone, you know, when you're when you're talking to them, you think women do the same thing to you, so then they absolutely. can feel very they feel like they're really great just so that they can amuse you because they like you in any way. Yeah. Do you think that we would do the same thing? I think, I think so. I think if a woman has enough confidence in herself, it comes out way more. And I like that, you know, um, I'm not like, I find that women who are insecure are easy targets for manipulation. And I've noticed that. Um, and there was a, a woman that I dated for a while and I said to her, I was like, you know, you're very easy to manipulate. <laughs> and I'm only telling you this because I care about you but I could get you to do whatever I wanted you to do just because I know how your insecurities work. And, and I, I would explain them to her, like I would kind of do a setup, like a science experiment, right? Like I would, I would go through the process and get her to come to this outcome where she's done something. And all, like, I'm not saying anything like bad or dangerous. It's just like, you know, little, little things. And I'd be like, do you see what happened there? do you see what just happened? And, you know, she'd be like, no. And I was like, I did this, I said this, and I did this to get you to do this, this, and this, just because you're insecure of yourself, you know, because you're not confident in your own ability. So confidence is key because it means you're not going to let me walk all over you. And I like a woman who's not going to let me walk all over, like, tell me straight up, like, if, you know, because in that, and in that I see, um, 
a partnership that can grow, a partnership where you can depend on a person. Um, so I think a key is just become confident in yourself and demonstrate that confidence. If a man isn't willing to let you be confident, he's got his own problems. He is power hungry. He's insecure with himself and he is going to abuse you, manipulate you and get what he wants from you. And you are just going to be stuck at the end of it, hurting, wondering why nothing is going the way you're doing. Like, you want it to go and you're going to feel like you're giving and giving and giving and it's just not going to get anywhere you know so confidence because you're going to save yourself a lot of pain <laughs> you're so right and I'm, I'm so glad you bring that up because I talk about that a lot just how we need to be confident in ourselves to be able to be show we, we're able to show the confidence around in the world too right without confidence without loving ourselves there's no way of us being able to love anyone around us I think that's mm-hmm. a very big, huge thing that a lot of women need to learn. Um, I see a lot of men doing it for themselves, but when it comes to women, I don't see it happening as much. Yeah, so society's definitely yeah. made that a problem. Um, you know, it, it, if you don't mind me going a little off track, but along those lines, um, I, I never knew this about women until a very recent relationship that I had. Um I never knew that women got told to be submissive in an instance where a man is aggressive because it doesn't escalate the situation. And that was, that was shocking to me. I can understand it, but the fact that women from when they're little girls are being told not to escalate a situation to rather be submissive, not in the sense of let him do what he wants, but don't instigate further that is something that definitely needs to be acknowledged and and worked on in our society. And it's hard because, you know, men are in a general sense, physically more powerful. So, so if we are finding resistance, our go-to is that physical aspect where it's like, I can overpower the situation with sheer muscle. And so it became shocking to me where it's like, wow, women are told to be submissive. Like, when I have a daughter, my daughter is going to be like black belt in five different martial arts. The second a guy tries to land a hand on her, I'm not even going to have to step in and be like, buddy. <laughs> I think those are a very old thinking, though. I believe that's a very old thinking when it comes to women. I think now society has gotten a little bit better that way, where a lot of these women yeah. are a lot stronger and a lot more powerful than even men are. And it's become a more of a woman's world than it has of a man, just so you know. Just thought I'd tell you how it is right now, you know? Fair um, <laughs> because the the women are now doing what men used to be doing. Women yeah. are now supporting each other and being more uh, powerful than even men can ever be. You know what I mean? So today yeah. when I say that, it's because one, I feel women have gone a long ways to be where they are today and so there are some women that are still in the olden days and they're still in Mm. that security and unsecurity place but there are women now that are very strong and they're a lot they're doing a lot more than a man could ever do so I'm glad you brought that up because there's a lot of information out there that can support those kind of women. So Absolutely. Just- and you guys are honestly, you know, you're the most powerful in your numbers. <laughs> you, you don't want to yeah. get, you don't want to fight a woman when she's got like three other women around her. <laughs> you're, you're just going to lose that fight. doesn't matter if you have three men around you. Like even my, <laughs> my therapist, this is something my therapist told me. And it's so, so funny. You know, she's like, 
no matter what you think, women are definitely psychologically like more superior than men. Yeah. And and I get that. I'm like, yeah, you know, like you guys pretend to be to be dumb, to be like, you know, all this like around the corner. I know what you're doing. I, I can see it now. <laughs> I'm <not> gonna... <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna stop this conversation right now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no. I have to ask you a question about something though, because mm-hmm. you know, in a relationship, I feel honesty is such a big thing. And I mm-hmm. feel two people have their own lives. Though you are mm-hmm. with this woman and though you guys are partners, I feel that a man has still his own life, his own mm-hmm. work, his own things that he does. A woman has her life, um, a lot of things that she needs to get done. And yet you still come together and you guys are partners and you guys are a married couple or you guys are a couple, whatever the situation is. Right. So when I talk to you a little bit about relationship in that reason how much honesty do you feel is needed in a relationship i would say absolute but to give you a number um high 90s like 90 percent. i would even say like 99.9 percent <laughs> it's okay um, if i'm talking to someone else but i haven't told you about it it's okay mm-hmm. if i go I, to I, work I, and there's a few things that i haven't told you about work yet is it okay so- to have a little think, bit of me around, not, you don't need to know everything about me. I'm not. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. I think there's a difference between being honest and having to know everything that's going on in a person's life. Right. Um, I don't need to, like, if you're out with your friends, I don't need to know what you're doing. Um, you know, like I, in a, in a relationship, I feel like if you uh, truly care about a person, you will, in a sense, stay in touch with them when you're doing things, you know, like it'd be like, Oh, you know, I'm here with so-and-so, you know, more out of maybe just the safety aspect, like, you know, where I am, you know, who I'm with, like if anything happens, um, I don't think you should be with someone who is willing to hide things from you because if they're, you're immediately dating a liar, you're immediately dating a fake person. Um, Honesty, honesty is absolute. Like the, if I'm saying like 99.9%, that 0.1% is, it's not hiding things. It's not that like, you know, you're not knowing everything about my life. It's that, it's that white lie. Like, yeah, you look, you know, your ass doesn't look too big in that. (laughs) You know, it's, it's those minor things that, you know, aren't important. So to say like, Am I going, do I want to deal with the outcome of this situation when it really isn't anything? I, I still feel like, so, so here's my problem is I, it's it's a problem (laughs) is I value myself as an honest person. I know I can be dishonest, but true to myself, I try and be as honest as possible. It takes so much energy to maintain lies. So like, why would you even? just want to do that you know so i'll be honest my problem is is like i am often too blunt in my honesty and it's not because i'm trying to hurt you it's just my mentality the way i think is i am going to give you the most direct answer so you know exactly what i'm talking about and how i can relay this information to you um so i feel like having that kind of aspect where even if your partner almost hurts you in a sense like you know you take that emotional feeling into consideration when someone tells you something 
I would still want to be told, you know, I still want to know these things that are wrong, these things that are affecting you, the things that are bugging you, because if you're just like holding those things in you, it starts to fester. It starts to build small problems, become bigger problems until you've created this image, the story in your head that really doesn't exist. And you start lashing out at each other. You're not working on anything. You just start accusing the person. You always do this. You never do this. Da, 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 da. And it's more when it comes to honesty, the main thing is not what the person is doing. It is how it makes you feel. So, hey, I understand you've done this. I, you know, I, I, I don't really understand, but I want you to know it makes me feel this way. And I want you to know it makes me feel this way because then you're, you're not accusing the person of attacking you or harming you or doing these things to you because they're not. In, in a general aspect, most people are just trying to do the best for themselves. They're trying to do what they think is the best thing. So that honesty needs to be at a level where it's like, I can come to you about anything and everything if I need to. And, you know, that's, that's just how it's, it, it should work. That that's where the communication comes in. Like you shouldn't be with someone who's not honest. <laughs> so Absolutely. you can have your life. You can have these things that you want to do. I'm not trying to get involved in your life in that aspect. I'm not trying to take away your independence or control the things that you're doing. But if you're doing something that you are knowingly going to hide from me because if you told me it would be a big problem, then you need to look at yourself first and be like, should I even be doing that in the first place? It's you know? just thought, right? It's knowing yeah. that if I tell him this, he might get upset. Yeah. If I say something to him, he might get pissed or something. Like We feel, I guess, that, that happens if you know you did something wrong. Yeah. But yet the honesty needs to be told because if it's not honest, then the relationship doesn't work. Basically. Absolutely. You know, you shouldn't, the fear of your partner uh, almost like lashing out at you or, or getting upset or angry at you shouldn't be the reason you're not honest because that's also an idea in your head of how they're going to respond. That may not necessarily be how, they're going to respond. It's an expectation you've already placed and you don't even know if it's a real thing. If, mm -hmm. however, it's a common thing for your partner to react in those situations, even in minor things that you've said before, then maybe it's time to reanalyze this, the relationship. Is that something you are comfortable in? You know, if you are finding yourself not even being able to be open and honest about the simple things because your partner is that aggressive or, you know, not understanding, then get out you'll be better off on your own than with someone who's just going to depreciate your value. So to say, you know, <laughs> like, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I love those little, like every bit of the answers you've given has been a very connecting soul kind of answer. <laughs> I love that because I think it's the journey that you're going through right now. We go through this journey of being able to find that right partner. And now we're looking at the journey of, where we are at right now and where we yeah. were before, right? Right. So looking at you now, you're trying to find that partner that is your friend, that partner that you can rely on, that partner that you can do 50-50 on everything. She's working, you're yeah. working. You know, you guys can be together. The honesty has to be there. A relationship where, you know, you can be that cocky, fun person <laughs> 
or laugh and joke around. Yeah. And still be a dumb yeah. idiot on the side, you know? Right. <laughs> you can stare into her eyes and you can look into her soul and you're able to talk to her personally and love her for who she is. You know, sure. you can be yourself with that person. And I think this is what everyone's looking for is a relationship where they can have that with someone. But and I think I the problem is, sorry, I think the problem is we shouldn't even be seeking that. Like if, if you're, if you're looking, then there's already a problem because you're not fulfilling yourself first. Like you, it's something you want, but I came to terms, you know, within the last year of, I could happily live the rest of my life on my own. I know how to do it. I know how to take care of myself. I know how to socialize. I can accomplish the things that I want to on my own. I don't need someone there. It would just be nice to have someone there. Thank you. Thank you for that. That is so beautifully <laughs> said. It's so true. And it's so hard for a lot of people to say that, you know, it's nice to be alone because there's so much that you could do, but in a relationship, you have to work together and that together needs to be there. You know, I I remember watching all these shows about how uh, there is this Indian one and then this English one. I don't remember what it's called altogether, but (laughs) it's this one lady that's trying to uh, match make (laughs) Two individuals. And so she'll get a list of them from the woman of how she wants this man to look like or what personality this man needs to have. And they have this, like, is it going on shopping spree? You know, right. He has to have great (laughs) eyes. He has to be this tall. He has to not be working this many hours. He has to be able to be rich enough to be able to support me. He has to have hair that's sticking up like this. And I don't know what and what. And they have this, this huge aspect of expectations from this man and so she's looking at this list thinking um okay like who is she gonna pick she picks up this anyway random people that she finds because they're also looking for women in this kind of category and all she does is just put them together and then the moment you'll be done they're having one conversation and in that conversation there's everything wrong with them the looks the talk the eyes the the hair is not perfect oh he doesn't work this many hours he's he's a workaholic or whatever it is there's (laughs) always these little flow of laws and I'm just sitting there laughing my head off because that's not what a relationship is Uh, no yeah a relationship through just it's it's this click and this click that just happens out of nowhere yeah I mean click with that person it's just you, you can sit there and you can talk to them and you can enjoy every conversation with them and have this heart to heart conversation, make them laugh, smile. And you, you said it all, you know, like it, it just needs to click. You can look in yeah. their eyes and say, you're the one, you're so beautiful. <laughs> it out, And it's perfect. I love that. And, and that really turns me on from another question. And that question, yeah. the last question I have for you, right. the biggest question I have for you is, in a relationship, sex is very important. And I think yeah. it's very important. So yeah. how much is enough when it comes to having sex? Or is sex ever enough for you? Um. <laughs> sex is the biggest key in a relationship. So I mean, what, what is sex it? is great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> sex is sex is fantastic. I, I, I don't think I would ever turn down sex from a partner, but that, that could just be the biological aspect. Um. <laughs> so in that sense i would probably say yeah. uh, it's not that it's never enough it's just like 
if you give me more, I'm not going to refuse it kind of thing, you know? <laughs> it's like, um, sex, I feel sex is fantastic. It's a very healthy, you know, part of the relationship. And yeah. I, I feel like maybe it's a little bit too focused on. It, it's, uh, you know, oftentimes maybe the obsession with how much sex are you having, how often are you having sex, it takes away from the other beautiful aspects of the relationship. You know, it's, I might not be in the mood for sex, but heck, I would love to just cuddle you under a blanket, watch a movie. Like, you know, we could be naked and all that. Maybe if it leads to sex, great. But (laughs) the problem with sex in a sense is, or I shouldn't say the problem with sex. I think partners need to be more open with each other with what they enjoy about sex, what turns them on, what excites them. Partners should be more willing to experiment with each other because that's what makes it exciting, keeps it exciting, develops it, you know, like then you have your little, like, you know, (laughs) your little moments of, uh, I don't even know if I'm going to say this right, but like when you're both horny and you just know each other's horny and like you get the signals, <laughs> like you'll just see it coming from nowhere. <laughs> but like if you're fulfilling each other in a sexual aspect, then yeah. I mean, this, this is completely my own opinion, my perspective on it, because I see myself as a monogamous person. And I know that there are people out there that that's not for them. They like having open relationships and being with other people, but as a monogamous person um, and not for religious aspects specifically because I sex for me is, and this is probably something I should have started off with sex for me is an interaction where I'm sharing very intimate energy and like a part of myself that I don't want to give to someone else, you know? And so if, if we're making that intimacy exciting between the both of us and, you know, <laughs> I, I, I am always willing to, like, I'm always willing to try new things. I, I think it's a stupid idea to be like, no, I don't want to do that because you never know if you're going to like something or not until you actually try it. And, you know, <laughs> so I think the openness about like what you guys want to do is definitely a big aspect for it, but there shouldn't be so much, there shouldn't be the idea of is there ever enough sex in your relationship because if you're if you're working on things if you're open with each other then there'll always be sex and you'll always be having fun you should always well most of the time feel fulfilled in it you know i guess until you get married you will never know the answer to sex yeah probably not but i mean i haven't approached that (laughs) (laughs) that's a big thing though right like sex is a is is a big thing in a relationship and i guess uh, that is something that a man and a woman really share when it comes to relationships and when they actually do come together in that form absolutely here's a question you may not know and the thing is that you know sex is a big thing but now you want kids, right? So when mm-hmm. you're having sex with a woman, the woman <laughs> is about to get pregnant. You know, she gets pregnant. She's growing really big. Yeah. What do you think? You think that sex is easy to have at that moment at that time? No, but I also understand I've gone from being a 13 year old boy who never knew what sex is being able to take care of myself. And like, it's nine months. Like if you can't take care of yourself, Hold on wait, a second. even the last like trimester is probably the only time that i think you like sex is not really a thing you should be doing um but like 
All right. Then they give birth. And they give birth. And now they're not still okay for, let's say, another six, seven months down the road. Okay. You've got toys. You've got other methods. I mean, (laughs) like the sex industry has literally been created around the fact of like being able to please yourself, not even just a partner. Like (laughs) like you cannot. Okay. Every woman I have met, all right, has been honest about this. Yes, they love sleeping with a real man, but the things they can do for themselves, like a man can never accomplish in a sense, you know? (laughs) And I feel like a man has a certain aspect of that as well, where like, I know how to take care of myself. Like, like I can get myself done in a few seconds if I need to. Oh my God. This is is the thing I'm saying. It's like, it's good. It's a good thing, right? Because that is something that you can see that sex is great in a relationship but the mentality that you have is it's it's not about everything it's about the relationship you have with that woman right can be with her even if you're not able to have sex 100 all the way through because yeah. of everything you're going through there are days where women are tired and they're exhausted and they're just not yeah. able to have sex all the time and that is understandable i love the way that you said that hey i can be in bed with her all completely naked yeah if it leaves there great if it doesn't it's not a big deal and yeah and a lot of men will disagree with you on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> you. Uh, they will be like, what the hell? I'm naked and there's nothing happening. Like, no way, Jose. I think I enjoy a level of intimacy that's different, maybe, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but the problem you like, have to, yeah. Like I said, a perspective from you and from other men, they're, they're, we're all different, right? We're all different. And we Absolutely. all like different things, right? Absolutely, and yeah. I love that you see you brought up something different. Who I interviewed before said come something completely different about you know men that have two heads, you know, like you know, satisfy satisfying them, you know, instead of leaving letting them out of the house, you know, um, what did he say? He goes, if you let them out of the house hungry instead of keeping them full, like yeah. it, it, it really made me it's like the <laughs> is you know he needs to have sex all the time it's just something right. that you a man all the time whereas when i'm talking to you it's like it's not just about sex it's about the relationship i have and that relationship is so much more stronger because when it does get strong and we are strong enough sex will happen eventually once things get yeah. better back to normal and yes there's toys everywhere so you know i love <laughs> I love that. I love that you brought that up because it is so important to see that not all men are the same. I'm, I'm telling you now, any man who is like, oh, I have blue balls, or you're you're lying, dude. You've been you've been taking care of yourself since you were like first able to discover you could please yourself. Like, you know, that it's it's ridiculous to me. Like, and, and it's almost I blame the porn industry very much so for it as well. Like the, <laughs> the idea of sex has been so messed around with and like porn has made it so fake that, you know, even women who watch it, you're expecting things that are unrealistic. Like stop, stop watching it. Stop, stop because you're just, toxifying your own mind you're toxifying your own relationship you're placing expectations on a person who is a person you know they're not an actress or an actor in a movie trying to get you off they have their own life they have their own things to do and you're not paying them i hope you're not paying them but like (laughs) you know it's it's a completely different thing and 
the wires are crossed. And the problem is, especially with the internet and having devices in our hands is kids younger and younger are exposed to it and it's normalized and it's an expectation and girls think they need to act this way for guys to like them in that way. They, they feel like they need to expose themselves, show themselves that way. Like I'm, I'm not saying that, that if that's something you enjoy, that it's wrong. I'm just saying that the industry has created this barrier that has removed the intimacy and the relationship of sex with a partner quite, quite harshly. Like it's, it sucks, you know? Yeah. Really anyway. <laughs> I'm so glad that you brought that up because it's, it's a very good answer. And I really like the way that you said that there's so much happening in this world that we don't see anymore, especially when it comes to sex, it's become such a big thing. And um, it's nice to have knowing that, you know, there are men out there saying it's okay. It's okay if the woman don't want it right away. It's okay to be naked with a yeah. woman. It's okay to, to be the way that you are. But if it leads there, great. If it doesn't, it's not a big deal. It's the, it's the connection you have, the soul connection. Right. With, right? And, and, you know, I think the other aspect, sorry, if keep you a little bit longer here, um, the other aspect is like we're also in a society where it, it and I, I like this where it's frowned upon where men can just put themselves upon women you know and it's like a woman has every right to refuse you you don't own her like you know and and that's very important and in a way uh, <laughs> personally for me it's it's way more attractive when a woman comes on to a man when it's something that she wants, because I can be ready in a few seconds, but like, it's a, you know, it's not always that case for, for a woman. So it's, it's far more attractive and, and far more intimate when it comes from the woman's side, just in a personal aspect. That's actually pretty cool to know. I like that. I like that yeah. idea. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but that's <laughs> fun. Yeah. I know that there might be some questions. There might be someone that's, uh, whoa, that's, that's sexy or well, who's that? I want to know who that is. <laughs> like, I don't know. Do you want people to be able to message you and say, hey, Nick, I love, I saw your, you know, I, I, I was listening to your podcast. I loved listening to you. I loved your answers. You know, I have questions for you. Would you be open to, if anyone wanted to send you messages through Instagram yeah, I mean, you know, like you have my Instagram, so you can just pop my my tag up there. But like, I mean, feel free. Like, I'm a pretty open person. I'm pretty honest. You might not always enjoy the answers you get from me, but you'll always get it. Be getting the true version of me, you know. Um, and like, I'm single. <laughs> uh, I'm not seeking a relationship. I am, like I said, I'm happy to be on my own. Uh, it would be nice to have someone along for the ride and doing their own thing as well. So, you know, just wherever life takes it, ride the wave. Like, if there's someone out there who's like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take this chance. Like, heck, if a, if a woman came up to me and was like, this is the man, I'd be like, damn, girl, you got some like serious confidence. <laughs> like, I like that. <laughs> you know? All right, woman, yeah. you've already heard that. He is single. So if you're single and want to mingle, I'll send you Nick's I, um, Instagram feed. You're most welcome to send him a message. You're most welcome to talk to him, ask him any questions you guys like. <laughs> Whatever you guys want to do without me knowing, I would love that. It's, other than that, I really enjoyed talking to you, Nick. I enjoyed all your answers, and I'm so glad that you gave such 
beautiful answers and your, your, your connections that you had. I loved every single bit of it. I think a lot of women listening to this will probably be like, damn, I need to know <laughs> how this guy has, you know, all these proper answers. We're looking for men that have these kind of answers. So I'm glad that you brought you on because, you know, I really though. realized, I <laughs> yes, everyone's different. Everyone's in their own life. Everyone's for sure. Yeah, but I guarantee you that you also have issues with women that you don't know about and women For sure. have issues with men and we're all in this little debate. So here I'm doing a podcast about really what you want in a relationship. But so far, it's been very similar to what we know. The answers are all there, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's good to know that and it's good to see that. This is just, this is just my second one so far. So let's see how it hey, goes. Where does it go? <laughs> I don't know. But you get to hear what other guys so have to say. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much Absolutely. for allowing yourself to record this podcast with me. <laughs> Everyone else that listening in, have a wonderful day and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys.